Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. Well, it has been a whirlwind of a two weeks. I'm exhausted physically and emotionally, but I am so excited and my heart is so full. We just returned from speaking at two Teach Them Diligently conventions. Two weeks ago, I was in Rogers, Arkansas with my beautiful 16-year-old daughter. She traveled with me and um, this past weekend, we were in Nashville, Tennessee, our entire family at the beautiful Gaylord Opryland Hotel and Resort for the Teach Them Diligently Nashville convention. It was such a pleasure to meet so many homeschooling families, to sit and connect and talk and pray with various families and mothers, and I just am so full. So um, anyway, this podcast episode actually is coming from something I talked about quite a bit this weekend in all of my sessions. I did four sessions at each convention. And I pretty much mentioned this topic that I'm about to speak about in every session. And every time I talked about it, I got the same response. And in fact, I was asking for some ideas for podcast episodes and someone even suggested this. So I said, all right, Lord, I'm going with it. Um, Today, I'm recording a bunch of podcast episodes to get um, prepared for the next month or so. So I figured I'd throw this one in there. So what am I talking about? Well, this weekend and the past weekend, I had the privilege to speak with homeschoolers at the Teach Them Diligently convention. And I had said that this is the time of year where all of us as homeschoolers are feeling like, we're done. This year is done, right? We're we're just done. We feel burnt out. We have both eyes kind of on next year and sort of have checked out mentally of this year. So maybe we've checked out mentally, but we still have the math book to finish or the science book to finish or whatever it is, or just we need to get those days on the calendar, right? So we sort of say, okay, let's just get it done. We're done. But next year, Next year will be the year where we'll get it together. Next year, things will be different. Next year's going to be the best year. Next year, I'm going to have the better curriculum. Next year, I'm going to have the perfect schedule. Next year, I'm going to have the perfect system where I'll get it all together and the kids will finally fall in line and our homeschool curriculum will get finished and we're going to just have the best year yet, right? I know I do that every single year. So that is what I talked about this weekend. And, uh, or you know, I mentioned that this weekend in my sessions and so many people could relate. But how many times, at least for me in the past, have I gotten to this point of my homeschool year and said, I am so done, but you know, next year is going to be better. Well, I encourage you to look at things a little bit differently. I encourage you to not mentally check out of this year because we are never promised next year. We're not even promised tonight. I'm not even promised another hour from now or another minute from now, right? And I believe that God really wants us to finish well and to do things with excellence. And yes, it is so easy right now to be burnt out and tired and just decide that you're done and things will be better next year. But you know what I have also found over the years in my homeschooling journey? 
that next year really never comes the way I think it's going to. I always say next year is going to be the year we'll get it all together. Well, next year, I'm starting my 12th year of homeschooling. And I can honestly say without a doubt that not one single year has ever gone have how I have planned it. And there are always interruptions. There are always things to deal with. We've dealt with death in the family, losing a job, buying a house, moving, selling a house, family emergencies, crisis, sickness, you know, ER visits, um, just all kinds of things, emergencies and stuff like that. So I can truly say that even though I feel like right now I want to mentally check out and decide that next year is going to be the best year yet, I have to be very honest with myself and realize that right now is all I am promised. I want to finish well. I want to finish with excellence. And yes, I can plan for things to be different or better or to fix things that maybe I thought didn't work this year for next year. But I cannot put all my stock in next year being the best year yet because we know that every year has a purpose. Every year God uses, whether we think it's a stellar year or not, every year God has used um, in our family to teach us and to grow us. And often it's about so much more than academics. So I want to give you guys out there, even if you're not a homeschooler, I mean, this can apply to anything. This can apply to finishing out the school year, you know, in private school or public school. This can apply to finishing out if you do a job. I don't know, you know, where you're at. Um, so as I'm talking to homeschoolers, it really could apply to wherever you are at um, at this point of the year. But usually at this point of the year, you know, the um, homeschool conventions are in full swing. The curriculum catalogs are filling up our mailboxes every day. And the allure of planning, planning that perfect year is really at our doorstep, right? You know, everything is calling at us saying, you know, next, next year you can, you know, have your best year if you just choose this perfect curriculum. Or if you just purchase this perfect planner, you'll get it all together. Or this perfect method of, um, of homeschooling will help you to get it all together. And I would encourage you to not put your stock in a curriculum or in a perfect system or method or planner or you know whatever it is that you're hoping is going to make all the difference next year in your homeschool. I would encourage you to put all your stock in the Lord. Seek Him to have maybe not the picture perfect year, but the year that he has planned for you. Seek him in every decision before you purchase curriculum. Seek him in how he wants your homeschool to look. Nowadays, we are so bombarded with images on the internet, with you know articles, um, blog posts, videos, conventions, catalogs, everything, telling us how we can do things better. But we really need to look at how can we do things in God's best. How does he want us to homeschool? Not what the shiny curriculum catalogs are telling us um, and not what even anyone else is telling us, not even what I'm telling you. I am truly, um, my mission when I speak and write about homeschooling is never to have someone do what I do, but to constantly point you to God. And that's why I will continue to say, seek him 
in every single decision. Seek him in how your homeschool should look. Seek him before you start planning next year. And very importantly, seek him right now in how you can finish this year. Because you still are in this year. And even though maybe this year didn't go as planned and right now nobody wants to do school anymore and you're tired and you're busy and you are just done, give it to God. Ask him to help you finish well. Ask him to show you how to be a good example for your children. That when we start something, we end it well even if we're tired, even if we don't feel like it. And believe me, I am so right there with you. We just finished traveling for two weeks. I am so done this morning, which is why it's the perfect time for me to record this podcast. In fact, my husband has taken the children once again this week for me to our fine arts program where I should be with them all day. And he took them last week because last week I was only home two days in between traveling and I just couldn't do it. I had so many things I needed to get done. So thankfully he has the flexibility to do that and he took them. And as well today, he took them for me. And um, believe me, I said to him this morning, I am so physically and mentally drained. I'm feeling so overwhelmed. So I was so grateful to have this day to sit and be able to sort of um, regroup my life. and um, get things back together at Simply Living for Him, get things back together on our homeschool schedule because we've been off for two weeks. And it's really hard to finish out well because you do just want to check off the boxes and say we finished the math book and check off the boxes and say we completed our goals. But part of those goals really need to be a lot of those character traits. I spoke um, at both conventions about real life learning and teaching the most important lessons and I said how the spiritual foundations or the spiritual lessons are the first thing we need to teach and then we build upon that with character and then come the academics and that is exactly what it would look like when I would say finish your year well because that is teaching our children the spiritual and the character lessons and then letting the academics follow. So for myself, like I said, I'm right there with you. It would be so easy right now to just say to the kids, let's just get these books done. I really don't care how you do it. Just get it done so we can finish and bring on summer. (laughs) But I know that's not what God wants for me. In my flesh, I talked about this too this weekend. In my flesh, I'm one of the laziest people you'll meet. I'm serious. I'm just being real. In my flesh, I would easily want to say to the kids, eh, let's just take a day off and watch Little House on the Prairie all day. (laughs) I'm dead serious, but I know that is not what God has intended. And I have to recognize my flesh versus who I am in Christ and all the things he can equip us to do. So sorry, kids, no Little House on the Prairie marathon, even though mommy really wants one. Yes, even though mommy wants to lay around and watch shows all day, not going to happen. So let's look at some practical ways of how we can finish well when we really just want to throw in the towel, right? Because so many of us at this point really are done. But let's think about how can we finish well. Number one would be to get in the word and to recognize what does God's word have to say about how we handle our tasks, about how we... um, go about 
doing the things he has set us out to do and how we can work and let him work through us and not through our flesh. I would encourage you to remember that when you are homeschooling and just you know going about all of your daily tasks, it is so important to remember that it's not about always how we feel, right? About our comfort and our pleasure and you know what brings us the feeling of comfort. Because again, that would be me watching Little House on the Prairie on the couch all day. <laughs> but what has God called us to do? He wants us to work hard. He wants us to be diligent. And so I would encourage you each day as you you know, finish out your year to look up verses about how God wants us to work hard and how he wants us to um, handle the tasks that he has given us and how we can let him work through us. Because again, it's not about what we can do, but what he can do. So another practical way to finish the year well is to take your eyes off of next year right now. Like, really, because so many of us, me included, are so focused on, well, this year really didn't go the way I had planned, but next year is going to be that you know magical year. Let's take our eyes off of the planning for next year right now, and let's really fix them on the present. I'm not saying it's not good to plan ahead and to have in mind what uh, we want to do for our homeschool next year, but... Let's not let that distract us, right? There's that magical word I bring up so often, you know, so many distractions in life. And this is certainly something that can distract us from fulfilling our purpose in the present and from even doing things well right now because we're looking ahead and making plans and we're not truly finishing out this year. So I would encourage you to take your eyes off of next year for just a little bit and think to yourself, if this was my last year of homeschooling, or if I knew that next year I wasn't going to be able to do, th do this, how would I want to finish? How would I want to embrace this privilege that I'm given? And I know so many of us forget, me included, <laughs> that it's a privilege so often because we're right there in the thick of it and the kids are complaining and the attitudes are poor and I don't feel like it and blah, blah, blah. And math is hard and chemistry is even harder. And um, all of that happens. And we just really forget that this is a privilege. This is a blessing. And God has ordained us for these moments to be with our children. You know, look at it as the really big deal that it is and the big blessing and say, I want to embrace each day that I'm given because what if next year it was taken away from you? What if you couldn't homeschool next year for some reason? You know, so look at it as this is all I have is right now. And these moments, these next few months are really important. It's not the whole, um, spring fever thing, well, you know, the rest of this year doesn't really count. Let's just get through it. Every moment counts. Every moment counts for the Lord, how we behave and how we live and how we teach our children and how we model to our children, you know, what we do with what we're given. So I would encourage you, get in the word when it gets hard and you're tempted to look ahead, when it gets hard and you're tempted to think that you're ready to just throw in the towel on this year, remember, this year is still happening, and it's a gift from God. Rejoice in that, and, and 
ex be excited about each day. Be excited about the moments that you are given. Like it's all about changing our mindset sometimes. And sometimes in order to change our mindset, we need to go to the word, right? We need to fill our minds with what he says, not what the internet says, not what the blog posts say, not what the curriculum catalogs say. Fill your mind with what he says. Um, and really let God motivate you to finish this year well. Don't throw in the towel on this year. Finish this year well. Let this be the best homeschool year yet because you are focused on it and not on what the future holds and not on making it better and not on improving on it, but in living what you have right now. So I would really encourage you to do that. If you're looking to get renewed this summer. We are having our Simply Living for Him retreat. It is not just for homeschool moms. It's not even just for moms. It's for any woman out there who is really looking to be refreshed and renewed, to get rid of distractions, to truly seek Jesus with other like-minded women who really have no agenda except to seek Jesus. We're going to talk about living simply and all that stuff and getting rid of distractions and how we can live our lives intentionally and with purpose because we are only ever promised the present. So how can we make the best of that and live for him alone? I encourage you to join us on our Simply Living for Him retreat this summer. If you are on the fence, if you are thinking about it, please contact me with any questions that I can help you with because we must have an accurate count of attendees soon. So I'm going to be closing registration probably within a month or two. I need to have an accurate count of how many people will be attending so that I can truly focus on making it the best retreat I can for those attendees. So please let me know if you have any questions about that. I'm going to get back to my uh, laundry and unpacking and trying to get my life back in order over here today uh, while I have a day here to myself so that um, I can continue on being the best mom I can, homeschool mom, writer, encourager, you know. So um, that is what I am off to do now, get some more podcasts recorded for you guys. It was really exciting to meet um, some of you at the Teach Them Diligently conventions, and you would tell me that you listen to the podcast, because quite honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself here in a microphone in my office. So... <laughs> I loved getting feedback that you all said you listen while you're cleaning or you're in the car, and that's a beautiful thing for me to know. So keep uh, letting me know that you're listening. Oh, if you listen on iTunes, my husband said this is important. Personally, I don't care, but because <laughs> I'm not about rates and reviews and all that stuff, but he said it is important if you listen on iTunes to make sure you rate it and review it so other people can find out about the Simply Living for Him podcast. If you have any ideas for show episodes or things you would like to hear me chat about, please let me know. I'm always happy to do that. I'm also trying to um, finish out our Simply, um, home, Simply Living for Him simple ah, spring cleaning, excuse me, <laughs> spring cleaning hearts and home series over on the Simply Living for Him blog. And we're still working on um, doing a, a video about spring cleaning over there. 
and some other blog posts and extras for that series. Also, I'm looking at, after that series ends, to work on some type of way to really encourage women to be with the Lord and spend time with Him in His Word and in prayer and really putting Him first every single day. As you all know, I talk about no, uh, no words go before my eyes in the morning before His Word. And so many people have written to me to tell me that that little line that I have said has encouraged them to do the same. So I would love to start some kind of one of those challenges or video series or blogs. I'm not even really sure yet what, but something to encourage women to um, seek his word every single day first before anything else. So look for that in the future. Right now, that's just an idea in my head, but I'm praying about that and that God would lead me to encourage you guys out there as best as I can. So again, thank you for joining the Simply Living For Him podcast. Follow me over on the blog at simplylivingforhim.com, on the Facebook page for Simply Living For Him, on Instagram, Simply Living For Him, and on the YouTube channel that we are still working on getting up some more videos there. You can find me under Karen Debuse at Simply Living For Him on YouTube if you search. Um, If you subscribe, that would be great. The more subscribers I have, then I can get my own name for the channel. So it's not just like a bunch of numbers and letters. And um, what else did I want to tell you? Like I said, if you're listening to the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud and please rate and review it so other people can find it as well. And I look forward to hearing from you out there in internet land. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.